Again, the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. I'm Mark Mayfield, and Meredith Cummings is with me today. And Meredith, uh, Andrew uh, has bailed with us, uh, bailed on us again. He's on that uh, Skybox plane to Vegas again. Man, right? he loves it there. He needs to just become a Nevada resident. You know? <laughs> he does. <laughs> you know, hang out there with with them. Yeah, um, I haven't checked his money. See how he's doing at the tables out there. You know? I know. We need to. I'd like to go with him. <laughs> Maybe we'll just leave you alone next week, and yeah, yeah. We, he and I can go out there and check I don't it know. out. No, oh, unbelievable. Vegas and Andrew. No, uh, not sure where. No, I guess you know he probably is on that plane, right? Yeah, yeah that's for his, sure. that's his town. And we've got a great special guest with us today, Dr. Stephen Hood, Associate Vice President of Student Life here at UA. And Dr. Hood, great to have you. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited. There's a lot of uh, important football games to talk about today, and some others. Well. We'll talk about them anyway. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, you know, you've been, you were our first guest on Skybox, I think, I five that. years ago. Really? Yeah, I think, I think that's right. Year. Yeah. Yeah. And the very first guest. And uh, I Happy remember. Happy coming. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Because of uh, Chattanooga, you know, yeah, your background uh, having gone to uh, or, or worked at, uh, you, mm-hmm. at, at Chattanooga. And uh, you, I think we had that special pick of Chattanooga. I think it was the and, Mox in Jacksonville State. And I went with the heart pick and uh, Jacksonville State won that day. Uh, yeah, again in year two and That's year three, and so we don't have the mocks on the schedule today. So no, we're just gonna, nah. gonna leave them off. That's okay though. And we also don't have Andrew's uh, Western Kentucky on the schedule. You it's know? a first. We didn't bring I think that we've always had a yeah. Yeah, I missed him last week. I missed that pick. Although we had it the week before. <laughs> And I think I got that pick. Oh, uh, you broke know, the streak. I, might, yeah, I broke the streak yeah. because, you know, Usually when I told you pick Andrew them, they I'd lose. give them a solid whenever we put WKU's yes. alma mater on there. Every time I pick them, they're, if I pick against them, they're going to win. If I pick them to win, they're going to lose. And Andrew did say that. Don't bring that evil in there. Don't, bring that <laughs> don't, don't make a pick on that. All right, Andrew will be happy to hear yeah. that we're leaving it out today for sure. Well, we got a lot of, uh, well, uh, sort of, I was going to say a lot of big games. We got a couple of really big games yeah. today that, that will affect uh, Bama. And, uh, but let's, let's talk a little bit about LSU it's that and Alabama. Domino we effect that we got. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen, I said last week week, right? I, I wasn't talking about us either. No. I think that was a rough game to watch. It was, it was. It was rough. It, it was. was that first half was, uh, mm-hmm. you just can't spot a good team like LSU 20 points and come back. No. Too true. many mistakes early. I mean, we did come back and we, with a banged up quarterback, so that's not nothing. No. Um, but I kept saying, you know, sloppy football and I I may I'm sure I read too much into it but I, I you know because I'm I'm just a, a, an observer um, and I was watching it on television but when Saban did his pregame interview on the field I thought he looked rattled there's no other word for it I mm. thought he looked unusually just off just not like himself and I was with some sports reporters um, off the clock and they agreed that he looked a little rattled, um, and then he just even on the sidelines he ne- he never seemed quite himself. Right. All those sloppy mistakes we were making, he didn't seem to get upset about them. You know, I'm used to <laughs> I'm used to him getting pretty irate about things, and um, I don't know. That was just an interesting dynamic that I was watching. But I was hurting the whole first half, and that glimmer of hope in the second half, you know, yeah. killing me. 
they're killing me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was, um, you know, the end of the first half was really bad, too. Yeah. I mean, the, the last couple of minutes oh, yeah. and uh, some of the, but the, but the beginning, too, of course, with the fumble and then the punt that just kind of sailed through the hands and that kind of thing. And just really a lot of stuff. Uh, that didn't work out. It is amazing, though, considering they were playing LSU, and LSU is so good, that they nearly came back and won that game. It is. I mean, it does say a lot about them. Yeah. We really were one defensive stop away in the fourth quarter from having a chance to win the game. Yes. And so Absolutely. I think that, that grit, that resiliency, I think there's something to be said for that. And I don't think Alabama's out of it just yet. We, we may need a little help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's out of our control, which you know we control. all hate. Like right. every, Yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt like – um, Monday, Tuesday on campus and my classes, I felt like Eeyore the donkey. Hi, <laughs> how is everybody? Yeah. You know, and I asked, like, do we need to have a feeling circle for a while and just discuss this? And they did, actually. They took me off on it. They're like, yeah, yeah let's talk about it for a few minutes. And I said, okay. Um, and it was just interesting to hear their observations. But I, I felt like that was not the Alabama team I wanted to see or had seen. It was just uh, careless mistakes and yeah. too many, you know, beating ourselves in the first mm -hmm. half. Not that LSU isn't fantastic. They are. Yeah. And not that they they didn't deserve to win. I think they did, and the scoreboard right. did right. not accurately reflect that game. We were fortunate to come out of it only five under. I think. Yeah. Well, I think uh, to uh, you know, here's my you and I have been talking about the you've been on the Joe Burrow train. Joe Burrow train. You know? I'm, I'm still not on the Ooh, Joe Burrow train <laughs> after that game. And here's really? why. I, I felt like you know LSU they got all the now he was he played great don't get me wrong I'm not I'm, I mean literally I have to give the guys props because he really played a perfect game really I mean he didn't make any mistakes he made a couple of you know runs that kept their drives alive he really uh, had Bama's number to a big degree but but the best quarterback in that game was in the second half of that game, and that was Tua, by far. Sure. I mean, Joe Burrow could not have done what Tua did in the second half of that game with those deep throws, with the throws he made. With the you don't think? Uh, no, I think he. I think his supporting cast got him through more so than Tua's supporting cast got him through in terms of you know Bama's defense didn't play I that see well. What you're but on offense, that second half, Tua was just rusty the first half. I mean, he was he was off on his throws. He made the fumble. He did that. His timing was off. Uh, his receivers were and they weren't in sync with him. You know, all that. Second half though, he he. I mean, that's the best. That's the most outstanding play by a quarterback I've seen this year in a football game. That I mean, is an really interesting was. observation. I want it was. To he won't get it. credit for did it Joe because Brown they not, lost. Did he not throw an interception, or did I? Uh, well, he threw one, but we had twelve men on the field. Oh, yeah. that's right. So Remember? it didn't count. So not quite the perfect game, but it didn't count. So and, you're right. And yeah, not yeah. to get on the bad side of our coaches, but that might have been coaching right there with the 12 person going in. I don't know. Yeah. You know, who, who makes that decision? I mean, is it the player not getting in on time or is it the coach not getting in on time? A late call of a formation. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. That's um, interesting, I, though. I hadn't thought about it that way. I, I, I do think Tua's ability to throw the deep ball and on the dime is really impressive. That's I think right. that's where he's a little different than Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is great. Um, but Tua, when he threw that pass late to Devontae Smith, 
I think the ball was in the air about 40, 45 yards. <laughs> yeah. And it was on a dime. It took a while. And, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, there's not a lot of guys that can throw it that far downfield and that accurate. It is impressive. And, I, you know, as a longtime Bama fan, I'm, we're not used to seeing that traditionally no. and historically mm-hmm. at all. And I think, um, you know, people my age and, and older, I think it probably makes us a little bit nervous every time he lets go of the ball for one of those long <laughs> right, passes. Right. We're like, you know, just uh, remember, uh, run the dang ball, that kind of thing. And, yep. and mm-hmm. just not used to that. So it, it's unnerving. It still unnerves me, yeah. you know. Still, and I... I and I have confidence in him, but every time he lets go of that football, it still makes me a little mm-hmm. bit nervous, you know, getting still getting used to it after all this time. <laughs> well, I was thinking, though, I wish we'd seen more of that this year. We haven't seen him throwing deep as much this year as we did last year. You know, it's uh, yeah, we have. they throw those slants, which work, so they take mm-hmm. what the defense gives them. But, uh, but, you know, you always knew he still had that capability to go deep, and he had to in this game to catch up. And uh, and they couldn't stop it. I do believe had Bama gotten that onside kick, they win the ball game. I think if Bama had the ball last, they win mm-hmm. the ball game. They couldn't stop him. That defense for LSU was gassed. Bama's yeah, defense true. wasn't playing well. No. Uh, but I think the last team to have the ball was going to win the game, and LSU just ran the clock out. I mean, that's what happened. I'm glad you said. Well, our defense wasn't playing well. I, I kept wondering after that game, was our defense not playing well, or have I overestimated them? You know, I haven't yeah. really overestimated yeah. them the whole the whole season. I've been saying they're not the Bama defense I want to see. They don't have the confidence that I want. They're not they're not unstoppable at all. And and I kept thinking, well, maybe I even overestimated our own defense uh, mm-hmm. or they just had a really, really bad day. Um, <laughs> well, I think the, flip side, the yeah. flip side of your comment about this is not the Alabama offense of uh, yesterday. It's not the Alabama defense, but football yes. has changed. And so I don't I don't think there is an Alabama defense anywhere in the country. So to some degree, we probably have too high of expectations on the flip side. The defense is not as good as it needs to be no. right now. They're still giving up too many big plays. I, I think it's the inexperience. Um, That's true. We've got We're playing a lot of freshmen now, although at this point, at some point they become sophomores and they've got to kind of figure some of these things out. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many people were relieved. I had a few students that say, you know what, Ms. Cummings, I'm just kind of relieved. <laughs> I said, why? But I to get lose? it. To or lose. Just, yeah. It had to happen sometime. Yeah. Um, one, yeah. Of my, one of my, yeah. I guess, how many games, what kind of streak were we on? I can't remember. 30, but, 31 at home. Yeah, yeah, I remember one of my students saying, I've, I've never seen us lose. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. almost a relief to, and I, I know what they mean. It's not that they're happy that we lost. Yeah. It's just sort of that. Okay, you know, when you're first, you always there's nowhere to go but down. Mm-hmm. And I know we didn't go into this game in the uh, CFP rankings first, but still, um, I know what they mean. And I, I could sense that they were like, okay, we're, Alabama's human again. <laughs> yeah. We can stop. Our friends hate us because we're always winning. Right. And they were sort of relieved they wouldn't have to go home over the holidays and get that kind of flack from their family and friends from other schools. And I get that. Yeah, no, it's true, and they hadn't. I, I, I saw that too in the students here, and in my class, the, the depression, the, but the oh, shock yeah. almost, like, I'm sure. you know. And I talked to a couple of students after the game that were just—I uh, won't say who they were—on the crimson white, but just devastated. I mean, more devastated than I've ever seen a student here. And I'm, I was like, 
Wow. You know, I, I mean, it's disappointing for all of us. Mm-hmm. But but it, did, it does hit you. They are not used to seeing nope. Alabama lose, especially at a game they attend at home. They had never seen that. I mean, yeah, that's Yeah, I amazing. had a couple students say they were just depressed. And I, I said, you know, when I was a student, I was exactly like that. I remember I lived and died by whether we won or lost. And I told my students, I think it helps looking at it from an instructor standpoint now. I have some of these athletes in my classes, you know, not just football. And, and seeing that, seeing them as human and students, and they're just like, you know, I said, they're just like you guys. They're all going all right. to class. They're doing the same things you are. Um, and then they have this enormous pressure. And I think seeing that makes me, I'm good with it. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. football is not the uh, end all be all, but it <laughs> well. sure is fun, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I, I said after the game. I said, you know, I'm, I'm devastated. I'm sad. But dang it, I love football. It's just so much fun. Well, look, we're going to talk more football. Let's uh, take a short break, and we're going to come right back uh, with Dr. Stephen Hood as our special guest. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7 The Capstone. Back to Skybox on 90.7 Capstone. We are here today in the studio with my co-host Mark Mayfield and Dr. Stephen Hood, Associate VP of Student Life. We're so thrilled to have you here today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Always fun to talk football with you guys. Yes, yeah. we love our football. Uh, but first, let's talk a little about student life. How's it going over there? <laughs> I say over there because I'm all the way across campus. So. We're like two buildings Not like apart. like he's in Alaska, but you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a good semester. Been busy, obviously. Lots of new students that are engaging, getting connected in all parts of campus life. As as you guys know, we have over 600 student organizations that provide a great place for, particularly our new students, to find their find their home away from home, if you will. And so I, I think that's always so important for anyone. And students are no different than us as adults, just to find find their people, if you will. Yes. And that's such a part of it. Whether you're on the the, your staff with the CW riding, or if you're on the kayak fishing team, whatever your thing is, I actually continue to be amazed at how many places uh, students can connect. Yeah, I have students in my office sometimes, I think, that are new, that feel a little bit lost. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're from a smaller high school or from a smaller town, and they feel lost, and I say, you need to find your niche, kind of like what you said, and there's so many organizations. I don't even sometimes know where to start. You know, There's so many <clears throat> things that they can do. Um, what do you think is the biggest challenge that you see from a student life perspective for students right now uh, on campus now? Yeah, I, I think there's, uh, and this is more of a, on a national level, not so much UA, although we certainly have some of the same challenges. Mental health has become a more and more challenging issue facing our students, facing society, and ensuring that we have the resources. And it's everything from basic college adjustment issues uh, to suicidal ideations and all parts in between. I think that's one of the bigger challenges, and it's facing most students in some level. You know, we all have levels of anxiety and concern and challenges, and just learning to have the resiliency to deal with whatever their issue is. And and again, the vast majority are, are 
minor in the scheme of things, but learning those coping and resiliency skills to deal with that, and those that might have more extreme concerns, you know, taking advantage of those resources, uh, whatever that might be, to help help our students be successful. Yeah, if a student's struggling, and I'm glad actually you're here now because we are headed into final exams mm -hmm. and there's a lot of projects to do. I see, I see the stress <coughs> in my classrooms. You know, it's sort of mm -hmm. palpable. Um, what, what is the first stop for a student who might be struggling? Where, what, what should they do? Yeah, well, first I agree with you. I was actually on my way over here was talking with someone. You just feel a different vibe on campus, and we were just talking about the LSU mm -hmm. game. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. and that's that did probably, not help at all. That didn't help. And that's a little bit, yeah. but you certainly feel that the angst of sure. projects and exams and the holidays, which right. are not great for some people. Yes. Uh, so the f first step I would say for a student or for a, another student who's concerned is to reach out to our counseling center um, to schedule an appointment to meet with someone uh, and if it's urgent to to let that person on the call know that it's urgent so we can arrange to make sure someone can talk to that individual as well. We also have some online texting resources because these things don't just happen between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Uh, and so we have resources available 24 hours a day, uh, both through on-call staff, but through a texting uh, counseling service. So that would be kind of the first place I would start. Also, I'd say um, for our faculty who interface with students in a, in a different way, uh, just to be aware that we have an Office of Student Care and Wellbeing who is there for students uh, on any number of health issues, uh, and it could be family issues if they just need a little extra guidance and help in getting reacclimated if there's a death in their family or if they have a medical emergency, whatever that may be, and they'll help communicate with faculty of what's going on. And, and just help provide the support for them, which is very much customized for each individual case. So I think those are a couple offices, the Counseling Center and the Student Care Wellbeing, off, student care well-being Office that I would recommend. Yeah, it's great to have so many resources. I got to tell you, I'm jealous. I wish we had these when I was in school. I know some friends for sure that could have benefited, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I think it's great that, that you got the student life is has the resources and, and available for students. Um, so what kind of um, things are going on now that you want students to know about that maybe they don't or projects or looking forward to next semester now that we're sort of you know, all that's left, I, I feel yeah. like that's left in this semester, we just got to land the plane, you know? Yeah, like we're, yeah. <laughs> kinda, we're almost yeah, there. Yeah, well, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah kind of going back to the first point, you know, we're, we're at the end of that first semester now, and I'm, I'm thinking more about first-year students uh, because maybe their expectations haven't been met. You know, uh, that roommate wasn't their best friend that right. they thought they would be, yes. or academically they, they thought they wanted to be a doctor, but realized maybe that's not their thing and, and so maybe things just haven't played out to the degree they they would like um, and maybe they haven't found their people to use that phrase again I would say just you know hey let's get through the semester finish strong with whatever academically you have in front of you recharge your battery during the holidays come back with uh, with a fresh start come back prepared to do something a little different. You know, get outside of your comfort zone a little bit. I think of my daughter who's a junior in college and, and she decided to get into theater. Uh, never had done that before oh, cool. whatsoever. She's a student athlete, a runner. And when her. she she did that, I thought, okay, well, that's odd. But she has absolutely loved it and has been in plays each of the three years. Uh, and so just, you know, step out. Do something different that maybe you wouldn't have expected to be your thing. And you might just find that that's a passion for you. And so just be willing to try something different. Meet someone different than you. Uh, and just... 
you know, you never know until you kind of put yourself out there. I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that idea. Maybe I should try uh, theater. What do you think? Uh, I think you should. Absolutely. Why not? You, you know? You mentioned the holidays maybe not great for everyone. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, people on campus listen to this, and so I'm wondering, uh, other uh, students, professors, instructors, uh, what can we look for to help people that may not look forward to going home, or what can we do to help those students? Um, yeah, well, one thing with Thanksgiving holiday, gosh, just right around the corner here, uh, and I've... Uh, fail to have this date specifically in mind, but on Thanksgiving Day or the time, we will have a Thanksgiving uh, lunch for students in oh. Burke Dining Hall. I so the students that, that. Yeah. you know, can't go home, maybe they're international or, sure. or for whatever reason. Uh, so we'll have a, an option for students to to dine. We'll have some faculty and staff that will come, and sometimes they bring some some home cooked desserts, and so then that brings a little more comfort of home. So that's one kind of simple thing that's coming up here, just to know. Uh, in just a few days. Um, so I think that's one. In terms of the, the broader winter break, it's a little different for folks. And so really we work with students. If you're living on campus, you have to be in a certain residence hall. Uh, otherwise we close the majority. So if, if if you don't know if you're in the right residence hall, please call the, call the housing <laughs> office. <and> let, <laughs> right. Let's sort through that now before we uh, before yes. you finish exams. Um, but there'll be options to connect here in the community. Uh, during that break period. Yeah. I, you know, I, this, I mean, we, if you think about it, we're, this is a city of, what, 38,000 people, you know, right. just just campus. Uh, and not everybody goes home. Not everybody can go home. Not everybody can afford maybe to fly home if they're from out of state or, or you know, that kind of thing. And, yeah, I think it is uh, in terms of faculty, staff, you know, just being aware that people – you know, or that students, uh, some of them may need help during the holidays. But uh, I will say, and uh, not just because Stephen's here, but Student Life is just involved, just does such a good job of uh, all the events, everything that goes on. I mean, I think if if students take advantage of it, it's all there. You know, it's just getting the word to them, but it's all there for them. And I always think, you know, and the regrets maybe after those four years of college, of saying, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? It was all there in front of me. You know, like, why didn't I do theater too? Yes. You know, why didn't I? <laughs> I look back on by it and go, well, I wanted, why wouldn't I? I should I wanted to become a filmmaker. Whatever happened to that? Like, you know, it's like, well, this is the place where you can do it all or try it all. And, and as uh, Dr. Hood here said, you know, you do find out what you're not good at or what yes. you're not mm-hmm. interested in. Uh, but this is the place to do it. So it's pretty wonderful, though. I mean, really, for everything that's offered here. I think it's great. I always tell my students this is, and not, and let me just be clear because I don't want my words to be <laughs> twisted, not in academics, but this is a place to fail. So if you want to yeah, try ballroom yeah. dancing, try ballroom dancing. Absolutely. You never know, you know, and if you mess up, who cares? You know, you're not getting graded. This isn't a job. This isn't a competition thing. It's just for fun. So, um you know, try new things. Yeah, I speak at parent orientation uh, most every year, and one of the things I share is we want your student to fall and scrape their knee. We don't want them to blow out an ACL. Uh, You know, it doesn't need to be a catastrophic injury, but kind of to speak (laughs) to your point on failure, it's okay. You know, you, you, you don't like ballroom dancing or you don't like biology. You learn that and figure out how can you grow from it. And I mean, that's part of, you know, it's not so much the failure, but your ability to, to get up from that failure. Yeah. How many employees are in um, student life? Yeah, so we have about 360 uh, full-time or part-time uh, regular employees. Kind of we, small city yourself there. Well, a small <laughs> yeah. city, yeah. yeah. Uh, Little yeah. town. Yeah. And about 1,000 student employees. 
A thousand. Yeah. I did not realize yeah. that. That's it's impressive. Incredible. Yeah, between housing and university recreation, there's they probably ha uh, have about three-fourths of those. I just have such respect. You mentioned housing for RAs. You know, mm -hmm. that's just such a, I, to me, it would have been a very difficult job. So I, when I, you know, I have students that serve as RAs, and oh, yeah. I just admire their grace and, and patience and <laughs> everything you have to have to do that, you know? Yeah. They have to have a lot of patience, and mostly they have to have a lot of care for students, sure. and that's what I always encourage them. And we, we can teach you the stuff. We can teach you how to be on call and how to check the box of you've done A, B, and See, I can't really teach you to care about people. So that's kind of what we look for. If you care enough about others, we can teach you the, the, the logis logistical aspects of being an RA. <laughs> yeah. we, can, we can teach you the rest. Well, um, Dr. Hood, it's been great chatting with you. We're going to talk some football very right, soon. Yes, I'm excited about that. Thank you. Um, and we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Skybox on the Capstone 9.7. This is Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 FM with Mark, Andrew, and Meredith. Welcome back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Uh, Meredith and I are with Dr. Stephen Hood, Associate Vice President of Student Life, and uh, he's going to make some picks with us. But, but first, let's talk just a little bit about that uh, the latest college football playoff rankings, which uh, dropped Bama from, what, number three? To number five after the loss to LSU. What do y'all think Ooh, about that? That was a steep slide. That did not feel good, Mark. I got to tell you, I got a little ragey about it. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I got okay. a little rage about that. I, I do not think um, Georgia. I, I don't know. My beef is with Georgia right, right now. Right. That, that's where right. my beef lies. I, I, I do believe LSU and Ohio State are fantastic, and you know, I love the chance to play them both again. But yeah. <laughs> um, I think Georgia. I, I, that that one. It befuddles me. You know, I don't know. You know, when you look at losses, let's look at losses. Just that. We lost to the number one ranked team by five. They didn't even show up for South Carolina. You know, they weren't even. A very bad a South very Carolina. Very bad South Carolina. Bad so team. I struggle with that part of it. That's yeah. the part yeah. that sort of made me a little bit angry. I, I'm with you, and I, I just don't understand where the committee's coming from other than to expect that LSU and Georgia will, will meet in the SEC championship, and so they just figure it's going to work itself out. But to your point, Meredith, if it's going to work itself out, why not Alabama 4, Georgia 5? If Georgia happens to beat LSU, which I don't think they'll do, then even. they can work their, themselves back in. But I, right. That Georgia LSU, for me, it's as simple as Jake Fromm versus Joe Burrow. I mean, it's, that's yeah. really an oversimplification, but I think that yeah. sums mm -hmm. it up. And well, the, the other thing is Georgia, even though even and the loss to South Carolina was bad. There's no doubt it was in Athens. They lose to one of the worst mm -hmm. teams in the SEC. Shocking, actually. The uh, and you know that should have negated them being ranked at number five. The other thing is Georgia just hasn't looked that good in any games. I mean they they they've dominated a few teams, but they haven't looked that strong. I mean they've got a running game. Jake Fromm has not had. I don't think this year. I haven't watched all their games, but I don't think he's had as good a year this year as he had last year, maybe. I don't, I'm not sure. But Yeah, I'm looking forward to that George-Auburn game this week. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> you fun. know, it's just they, they just don't uh, – they just are, are – maybe it's just they're a quiet team and they're just kind of hanging around. But to me, right now, having lost to South Carolina, that should have negated it. Obviously, the committee looked at their win over uh, Notre Dame and their win over mm -hmm. Florida, mm -hmm. uh, and that's what that's about. But uh, – but 
but to me, does that negate the, the really horrific loss to a terrible team? I mean, I don't know. I, I think Bama lost. Uh, Bama did lose at home, but they lost to the probably the best team in the country right now. Uh, I mean, I, I think – Ohio State, LSU are playing at a really high level. Yeah, I was going to say, who do y'all, who's better, Ohio State or LSU, in your opinion? You know, playoff I, rankings. I, I would give LSU the nod, um, but that may be a little seeing things through colored glasses <laughs> and I, rate us a little higher. You know, I think I think maybe last week I said Ohio State's the best team. Yeah, I did too. The best. I, I agreed. They were. But after after, but now I guess I I'm thinking. You know, LSU has beaten Auburn. They've beaten Florida. They've beaten Alabama. They've run, they've run a table of much stronger teams, mm-hmm. I sure. believe, overall than Ohio State. Ohio State is playing well. They're dominating teams. But I would, yeah, I'd have to rank LSU number one. Yeah, right I, that's. I feel the same. I was just curious. I, I've heard some people debating that one, and because um, I was with you on Ohio State, yeah. and, I, and I was trying to decide: is it just because I personally am hurt by LSU right now that right. I think they're so good, or is it, you know, is that is that objectively speaking, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, they yeah. they do have a legit. I mean, one thing they proved to me <laughs> last Saturday. Their offense is legit. It is legit. Oh, sure. I mean, I, I did have questions about Fair it bad. all along. Uh, even in their games against Auburn, and you know, they barely beat Auburn at home. I mean, they, they could have lost that game at Auburn been had a quarterback who could actually complete a screen pass. They might have, they might have lost that game. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but they came in here and they were prepared and they played a pretty perfect game. I mean, they yeah. their defense well their defense was certainly not perfect in the second half. Their offense played a near perfect game. I thought. You know what's fun too? We talk about coaches in here sometimes, especially get fixated on the khaki lord Jim Harbaugh. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what's fun for me to watch is Coach O. Um, he's he's fairly joyous for a coach. You know what I mean? Generally yeah. speaking, yeah. like he he's a, he's having fun. He he does not. I don't know. He seems to be. And of course, after that game, of course he would have been because you know we're awesome normally. Um, <laughs> but he seems to really be always enjoying himself and having fun, even at the press conferences and even on field after the game, even after a loss. Uh, he I don't know. I can't really explain it. It's something I can't put my finger on. But I it's fun to watch. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Well, we got some good games around the country today. Yep, we did. Some close ones, I th- or I think. We'll see. Um, yeah. We're going to start off with you... uh, Michigan State. At uh, we'll, we'll bounce over Bama's uh, early start this morning, but we're going to yeah, start off with uh, Michigan State at Michigan. And normally, that'd be a really big game. <laughs> uh, so, what you got? Well, my first reaction is, why are they playing this this week? You know, I'm, I'm always yeah. about Auburn. I'm in tune with our in-state game. Um, I'm definitely going with Michigan. I'm back on, I'm back on the khaki train yeah, for yeah. now you know uh, not so much last week, but this week, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Meredith. I'm also looking forward to Ohio State's last two games of the year. But their last one against Michigan, I think we'll begin to have a pretty good idea of how good Ohio State is mm-hmm. uh, those last two weeks of the season. But, yeah, I think Michigan today. Yep, me too. Shouldn't be close, I don't think, especially in Ann Arbor. Although you never know with the khaki lord. But the, uh, he, Gosh, he it's going to be cold he can play, They can play down to the competition, but uh, they should, they're a much better team. And it's going to be cold. Right this is the time of year where I start thinking about weather oh, when yeah. people travel us to non-cold snow ice people travel to snowy icy places not that that's in effect in this particular game but generally I start thinking about that next up we got TCU at Texas Tech um, yeah uh, I'm going yeah, with who TCU cares, yeah. I, I know, <laughs> right. I, I'm thinking TCU you know a couple weeks ago I went with them and they came through for me um, I barely but I am sticking with them this time after in week one, I think I said I would never get behind a horned frog, but here I am. <laughs> here we are today. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I don't really have a good reason, but I'm going to go with the Red Raiders other than I guess they're at home, and so we'll give them a shot. I get that. Too. Yeah. I, you know what? I am I think I'm going to go with Texas Tech, too. I'm, I, they're home. The only reason I, I don't, you know, TCU doesn't seem to be quite as dominant as they – as they have been on defense in the past. But, hey, I don't know. I don't care who wins it, really, but uh, I'm going Texas Tech. So what did you say earlier when we were just talking about we don't bring intelligence in here? Not intelligence. Absolutely Yeah, we we, we don't need any of that. We don't need any of this insider intel. Shoot me from the hip. That's right. Uh, Next we got uh, Wisconsin and Nebraska, and uh, I know who I'm picking, but who are y'all going with? You know I love my cheese heads, and I have since week one, and I'm sticking with them. But I got to tell you, I actually thought long and hard about this. I I, I checked the odds. I see what they are, but... Wisconsin is ripe for the pick, and I feel like at some point they maybe this is going to be the weird upset week. So if if it happens, I just want it on the record that I said this is a possibility. (laughs) Nebraska's feet down and tired, and I feel like it's, I don't know, it's possible they rise up and this goes the other way, but I'm still sticking with Wisconsin. I'm not that confident. (laughs) Back in the summer, if you'd asked me about this game, I would have thought Nebraska would be much better than they are, and I, I just... For whatever reason, Scott Frost hasn't quite been able nope. to get get them turned the right direction. So I, I'm with you. I think those Wisconsin's going to win this one. They're going to go on the road and yeah. get this game. I'm with the Badgers too. I think they win it. And Nebraska's not good at football right now. And I think that Scott Frost thing's going to get really interesting mm-hmm. next year because mm-hmm. you know I, we talked about this earlier this season, but I I really believe that. Uh, you know, coming from UCF, and, and I, there's a big step up when you're in the Big Ten. You know, it's it's like I'm wondering, I mean, where's Penn State going? Where's Ohio State yeah. going? Where's Wisconsin going? Where's Michigan going? They're all going to be good over the next few years. Mm-hmm. They all can recruit. Mm-hmm. Where does Nebraska fit in? And I think that's gonna that's a harder that's, sell that's, than that's. I, we can do I'm a whole sure Scott Frost show back. if we wanted yeah, to. We'll <laughs> Just to. talk yeah. about. That. I mean, he's a good it's coach. True. He might, but I don't. Anyway, Badger's gonna win this one, I believe. Uh, okay, this is the, speaking, speaking of the nothing ball. Speaking of who cares ball, we got Tulane <laughs> at Temple. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with Green Wave. Sticking with Tulane for this one. I see that I, you are not, Mark. No, I'm going with Temple. I'm, I'm you know now Temple. I think started off really well, then they've stumbled, but they're home, and uh, you know I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with Temple on this one. I'm at the side with Meredith on on this one. I'm gonna go with Tulane, and for one reason. I like New Orleans style food. Oh, there, there we you go. go. That's there a, we go. See, that's, that's a good it's reason. like Wisconsin yeah, and cheese. That's all you need. That's yeah. my, that's my uh, reason. For this show especially, <laughs> we're, let's go with the food. Yep. I'm, I'm all for that. Absolutely. Uh, okay, Indiana at Penn State. And uh, Indiana's one of those teams that can rise up and win a big game and then they lose the rest of them. So I, I don't know. What do y'all think? I uh, know. Indiana's thinking about basketball at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a really solid point. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> and Penn State's got their eyes on a bigger prize. Yeah. I, I think Penn State will win this one pretty easily. Said it all year. I'm watching yeah. Penn State's come back and rooting for them because I, right. I want them to get, you know, I want them to be back at the top. And I'm Penn State all the yeah, way. Yeah, and Penn State's going to be pretty upset. After that game last week, so they're going to win this probably easy. Uh, all right, uh, Florida at Missouri uh, here in the SEC, and uh, I still don't understand why Missouri is in the East, but okay. Don't uh, even get me started. Uh-huh. I said before we could have a whole show on this. Missouri should not be in the SEC. Period. Right. In my go. opinion, yeah. I'm old school, but that's just me. Well, who you got? 
Okay. I don't have anybody, as you can see. That's what I said. Uh, I walked in and I said, hey, I got to change the pick. Um, I'm going Missouri. I'm going Missouri on this. That is my fearless oh, wow, pick that's today. Fearless. I thought long and hard about this one, and that's probably why I didn't. I thought that I had put down Florida, but I didn't put down anything. I'm sticking with Missouri. I have... I have confidence in them. I have more confidence in them right now than I have in Florida um, for lots of reasons. But I just, I I feel like this is going to, especially at home, I feel like they can do this. I feel like they can. I'm hearing there's going to be a warm front move through Missouri (laughs) uh, later this morning. I think the Florida Gators are going to be able to survive this one. I think it's going to be kind of an ugly game, though. But I think somehow in the end, Florida's going to pull one out. We We might be... Uh, we might be shaking our heads at it, but I'll give the Gators yeah. a nod. Yeah, I got to go with the Gators. I'm just kind of looking at what's the best team on paper, I guess, uh, in terms of how they played. But Missouri, it is a home in Missouri, so definitely gives pause. I think that's a fearless pick, uh, Meredith. But yeah, I'm going with the Gators, and uh, but I think the Gators are, were a little overrated in the beginning yeah. of the season. I think they still are, probably. But this I got to go with them. So let's let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back and uh, with our other picks here around the country. We've got some bigger games here, uh, including. Uh, the big Georgia at Auburn game. We'll be right back to talk about that. You're in the Skybox on 98.7, the Capstone. Hey, I'm Paul Feinbaum, my favorite station in the world, 90.7, the Capstone. Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are in the middle of our picks with um, Mark and Meredith and Dr. Hood. It's, you know, Steven, I guess yeah, I could say. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, were, we left off. We just did uh, Florida at Missouri. We are now at the 1.30 game of Navy and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I... I Y'all go first. <laughs> this is a. I had the privilege of going to visit uh, the Naval Academy earlier oh, this year. Great. It's a really great campus. Um, oh, that's nice. Great history. Ended up getting a private tour from a rear admiral. Wow. Uh, just an amazing experience. But that's not going to be enough for the Navy to beat Notre Dame. <laughs> They're just too good. Yeah, I'm going with the Fighting Irish on this. They're at home. Navy's a pretty good team usually, but uh, Notre Dame's Notre Dame has a solid team this year. Yeah, I'm sticking with Notre Dame, too. I was struggling with what to say because I think it's a slam dunk, but I couldn't quite. You know what it is? Navy hasn't really played any big powerhouse top five. I mean, they haven't been tested, really. And so I think Notre Dame will win this for sure. And you know I feel about Notre Dame like I do about Penn State. I want them to, you know. I don't know. I have this historic Uh, respect for them somehow. Um, All right, y'all. Here it is. Georgia at Auburn. Here we go. Rolling up the sleeves and sitting back to watch this one. I am excited about this game. So am I. I am changing my pick that is Mm. on the big board. I am going with Auburn. This is the one that kept me. Literally, I was awake at 3 a.m. thinking about this. That's um, how much it's bothering me. I just feel like Auburn's defense is better. And that yeah. that is gonna, that's what's going to be the key factor. That's why I changed. I had Georgia, but I just can't. My conscience is just nagging at me. That I really don't think they're going to win. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I agree. Auburn's defense is really good. Uh, probably even better than Georgia's defense. But I believe the Gus bus may be looking to go north and west. And so <laughs> I'm not sure that uh, <laughs> Gus is focused. And, and I think Georgia um, – while they're number four, I think they still feel like they have a point to prove. I, I, I don't want it to happen, but I think Georgia will win this game. Yeah. 
Well, I put on the big board uh, this. Uh, I picked Auburn, and I'm going to stick with them. I, I, Georgia is the better team, I believe, and just uh, if, th- if this were in Athens, I would be picking Georgia. Uh, but I agree, Auburn's defense is really good. I looked at the game, you know, I looked, th- I thought back about the how well Auburn played LSU in their last big game. Uh, they came within what three points of LSU, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they played a great game. They they were able to defend. We you know, we saw here in Tuscaloosa last weekend a great offense. They they actually did a much better job than Alabama in defending that LSU offense, and they did it in Baton Rouge. Um, so I I think yeah the the problem with is it, it is the Gus bus and they're inconsistent <laughs> you know yeah. and they could get blown out in this game easily it could go either way uh, yeah. but I'm picking them I want them to win I hate to say that yeah yeah, yeah. but I I think yeah Bama needs them to win that game and maybe this is just wishing on my part uh, but I also think they're going to win I think Auburn's going to find a way to win it I'm bad at math y'all are like where is she going with this I'm bad at math I think a lot of journalists are. Um, and my students will tell you that I am. <laughs> but if I, I, this is the time of year when I start using the transitive property in math, you know. Well, if Auburn beats Georgia and we beat Auburn, you know, it's that kind right. of then we beat Georgia. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, and I know a lot of people, I get a lot of people on social media when I, they know I root for Auburn consistently when they're not playing us. But again, I keep it in the state. I keep it in the conference. Like, I'm always going to root for SEC teams when they're not playing us. I, I, I want us to be a strong conference, and I would like to keep it in the state. And I would, I don't know what I was thinking when I picked Georgia, except that I wanted to beat George, who is in first place right now in our face. <laughs> right. And I was right. assuming he was going to pick Georgia, trying to stick with him. But no, I'm going with Auburn. Yeah, well, we'll see. It's uh, starting at two thirty today, so that's probably the biggest game we have oh, yeah. on this uh, on the schedule today. Then we got uh, Texas at Iowa State, which I think is a pretty tough pick. Who y'all got? Iowa State. I do not have a good uh, reason for that. Not really. I also do not have a good reason for <laughs> picking Texas. Okay, I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm going. With, you know, I had an. I don't know who I'm picking. I'm going to pick Iowa State. Just because they're they're home and uh, they can win these big games, and Texas is sort of kind of just kind of floating along right now. Yeah. You know, I thought they'd be better than they are. Although they're you know they're building a good program back there, they really are. But uh, uh, I'm it's gonna, funny uh, a team like Iowa State that I don't know a lot about when I'm doing my picks. You know, I'm doing all the research and looking at all the stuff. Then I get here, I'm like, I don't know. I just like Iowa State. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Mark made sense. So, yeah, that was good that, explanation. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and the big Wake Forest at Clemson, as she said jokingly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big for who? Yeah. I'd love to yeah. see somebody pick Wake Forest. Anybody anywhere in the country pick a Wake Forest in this game. Definitely go with uh-huh. Clemson. I'd give Wake Forest the nod if I was rating the beautification of their campus. But, yeah. but oh, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful yeah. campus. It is beautiful. I believe it'll be ugly. Clemson will take this one. I do, too. I think Clemson's going to blow them out. Wake Forest does have a good offense. They might can put some points on the board on Clemson. But, uh, you know, the sad thing is this is one only one – this is probably – is this the best team left on Clemson's schedule? I mean, they don't yeah, have so. a schedule. They're not playing anybody. And, I, you know, Bama's been for Kettle. that. <laughs> but it's sort of 
have I know Bama's been bashed for that too, but I uh, you know uh, I, Bama just had to play LSU. I mean Bama's yeah. Bama's schedule's backloaded. It's it really is. they got yeah. tough games here at the end. So Clemson doesn't, and even in their championship game in ACC, they'll be, they'll play nobody. So this is it for them. During the break, I said I got a tweet uh, from a friend who said always pick Wake Forest, and I, I looked at what who would do that? And then I realized yeah. she went to Wake Forest. So oh, that okay. makes sense. Well, of course. <laughs> Um, And you talk about backlit, just real quick before we move on. um, Auburn, they hadn't made in the shade. They were smart scheduling those last – they have a streak at home. Like, that was just really clever. That was was good for them. Uh, What's up next? Memphis at Houston. I'm sticking with Memphis for my gal, Diane Bragg, Dr. Diane Bragg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I, I like Memphis. Um, they're going on the road, but Houston's got that unique situation where their quarterback who decided to uh, redshirt this year. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Memphis. Me too. I'm going Memphis. I think uh, I think they'll win this. So, All right. Minnesota at Iowa. Uh, Dr. George Brown. Uh, I wonder – I haven't seen who he's picking in this uh, or if he's made his <laughs> pick yet. Our Big Ten correspondent, like, I can uh, Dr. Brown. But uh, – uh, this is a big game for these two teams. Um, you know, Kirk Ferentz, uh, how many has he lost this year? Just one, I believe, right? Uh, he can lose. He, he normally loses his four games, gets to the bowl, gets a new contract extension <laughs> with Iowa. Uh, you know, I did live in Des Moines for that time when I was at Traditional Home Magazine, so I kind of, uh, you know, I like the Hawkeyes. But uh, I, I, I believe Minnesota's going to win this game. I think last week kind of proved it to me. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Golden Gophers for, for George as well, and I looked. He has not locked in his pick yet, so okay. I have a feeling he'll choose Minnesota. Just a hunch after last week, and yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make it three for three. I'm with Minnesota. I think the Minnesota story is kind of a fun one for now. At some point, we need them to lose, but I think they'll get it done over Iowa today. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Wyoming at Utah State. Uh, I will not be watching it, but uh, it's kind of a tough pick, I believe. I think this is a really exciting game. A lot of people don't know the Wyoming-Utah State game. Um, I'm going to save my commentary because I'm just going to let people read on their own, but I'm going to go with Utah State. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> this because game. I have no commentary. <laughs> uh, I'm sticking with Wyoming on this. I did like Utah State. You know, they've looked uh, all year. I've been kind of watching them, but I just feel like Wyoming can. I don't know. What gives me pause is that they're at Utah State. But I'm gonna stick with Wyoming. I'm a little bit crazy this week, so I'm doing things all like right. that. Well, I'm going with Utah State. It's Utah State Aggies, right? I'm going with them. Yeah. The Cowboys versus the Aggies. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm going Utah State just because home. Uh, all right, another one, pretty big game in the Pac-12, I guess, Stanford at Washington State, mm-hmm. uh, the Pirate at home, you know, against Stanford. So what's going on? I got Washington State in this one. The Pac-12 has been kind of fun to watch this year. I usually don't care much about him, but I've enjoyed it. And it's hard to go against Mike Leach. I, I like Washington yeah, State, too, and he'll say something interesting after the game. He will. He will. <laughs> also he a fun coach to watch. Yeah, yep, absolutely. I'm, yep, I'm with you. I'm going Washington State as well, so uh, at home. We'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, does any – the next game, LSU at Ole Miss, is anybody picking <laughs> Ole Miss? This is one of those things you just feel sorry for our neighbors to the west. You know, I just feel a little bit bad for them. 
um, having just survived in the literal sense, not in the football sense. Uh, I saw a colleague from Ole Miss posted something on on social media last night that he was excited about the game, and we were going we are going to knock off number one. Oh, really? Uh, Woo! That's oh. I think there's one guy, Dang. but it's or not this guy. I think or something you. else happening at that house. You know? What yeah, I mean? that, could, yeah. that could be. Yeah. We're not sure. Yeah. No, that's going to be interesting though. What time right, is that so one? That's a night game. Uh, yeah, Six p.m. Right, so we're all in on LSU on this. It's just yeah. by how many points. I never thought I'd hear us say we're all in on LSU, but there it was. I know. Another 6 p.m. game on ESPN2, Air Force at Colorado State. So I think yeah. I'm going with Air Force, maybe because I feel a little guilty about not picking Navy in my military schools. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to win this one. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Air Force will fly high over Colorado State and beautiful scenery. Yep, yep. I'm going Air Force, too. Uh, and uh, I don't really know why. But, yeah, I think they'll uh, – it is nice to support the military when you can in football. It's nice to support the military always in reality, but mm-hmm, of course. Sure, but sure. in football, uh, it's nice also to be able to support them. So, all the way, I'll, I'm, I'm going with Air Force. Uh, this is a big game in the Big 12, Oklahoma at Baylor. Who you got? On ABC at 630. Um, I picked Oklahoma, but my confidence is actually not as high as it probably you think it should be. Probably Baylor's really good this year, yeah. and Oklahoma's consistency isn't what I want it to be. But you know, Jalen, I can't imagine him losing to Baylor. It's all about Jalen for me, as you yeah. know, um, and I think it is for a lot of Bama fans. Always pick Oklahoma. But I'm going to stick with Oklahoma for this one. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Oklahoma, although I think these two teams may meet up again in a couple weeks in the, yeah, uh, yeah, the, so. the championship game, and Thanks. Baylor might get them in. But I'll go with yeah. Oklahoma today. Yeah, I'm going OU. I think they've lost some – they just lost a couple of good players to injuries, uh, so they won't be their full complement on offense, I think. They but, did, uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think they got enough. I think they're still too high-flying for Baylor. Baylor uh, is having a great year. They're unbeaten. I mean, mm-hmm. they, but I, they barely – you know, they won in two overtimes yeah. last week. I think uh, Oklahoma will just take care of business and, and win this that's game. That's not their first overtime this year, and I, I don't believe – I think they had an over, another overtime win. And they did. And I, I, there's two ways to look at that. That's what I was thinking. They can't really quite, but then again, in those clutch situations, they're winning the games. That's the thing that gave me pause. Um, so we're going to take a quick break before we move to the next game. You're listening to Skybox on the Capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to the Skybox on 90.7, the Capstone. Hi, welcome back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are in the middle of our fearless picks um, with me, Meredith Cummings, uh, co-host Mark Mayfield, and our guest, Dr. Stephen Hood, Associate VP of Student Life. And we are at South Carolina at Texas A&M at 6.30 on SEC Network. I'm sticking with A&M. They're looking pretty good in this. South Carolina. Too much turmoil. I just don't. Too yeah. much turmoil in Columbia <laughs> right now. Yes. I'm with you. Jimbo Fisher and that Aggies will... Get it done. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll uh, they'll dominate that game out uh, out in College Station. So, uh, well, we got another one in the Pac-12. Uh, Arizona State at Oregon State, and uh, who you who you picking? Well, I got up early this morning to flip a coin on this one. I know, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. 
and it came up Arizona State. I really wow. don't have any reason why. So I'm wow. just looking at Vegas. Anders there. Hell no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with Arizona State on this. I don't know enough about these two teams, if I'm being honest. So I'm going with the odds on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Arizona State. Uh, I think I may have picked Oregon State on the big board. I'm, I'm gonna change that. The uh, I think I'm going with Arizona State. I think there's a slight difference, and I think Arizona State's a little better. But hey, I don't know, and I don't care really. But uh, it's not gonna really matter. Neither of those teams uh, is gonna win the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the big one. Biggest <laughs> game Speaking of the of week. Game. Other day, yeah, right. <laughs> it's Louisville, <huge>. <laughs> Louisville at NC State. <laughs> the hype tape for that. Yeah. Um, who put this game on the big board? <laughs> I wonder who did that. Yeah. Ah, sorry about that. You know, I have allegiance to NC State because I used to live on that campus, but um, I picked Louisville. But you'll mm-hmm. notice I spelled it Louisville on purpose for my southern friends and family that say Louisville. <laughs> um, but I don't want anybody correcting me. It's Louisville. I will fix that on the big board. Uh-huh. I just thought it was funny. Um, yeah, I think they'll win this one. NC State, my wolf tag, not so great this year. Well, earlier I picked Tulane because they have good food in New Orleans, and today I'm going to pick oh. Louisville because I've been to the Yum Center to watch a basketball game, right. and that's a great place to watch college basketball. That's a good reason. So. I love the reasons we give and, yeah. our, and our guests give. That's actually – I'll buy that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Louisville. Just to give another reason, I was, you know, I, way, way back then in the Artificial Heart day when I was at USA Today, I covered the Artificial Heart, you know, program at Louisville oh. and Humana and Louisville. Interesting. And got to know the town, stayed there quite a bit. Huh. It's changed a little bit since the yeah, 80s. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, hey, why not? I'll go with Louisville, and um, you know, or you know, we'll see what happens. I also uh, picked Louisville in honor of my cousin who passed this week, who lives mm. at the foot of Churchill Downs, just oh, right down the road great. in Louisville. So I felt for him, yeah. I needed to mm. do that. Cool. Next up, we got UCLA at Utah at 7 p.m. Uh, you know how I feel about these teams. <laughs> yeah. I'm going Utah. I always say their stadium's like a little, a little Brian Denny. It's a little dollhouse Brian Denny. It's like a little yeah. red and white version of us. But I'm sticking with Utah. For That's this cool. One. I think they'll make it. Yeah, I'm sticking with Utah as well. I don't really know much about UCLA this year, um, but I, I think Utah will get this one. Yeah, I'm going to go Utah. I, I, you know, UCLA has shown some brilliance in, on offense. Finally, they started off so bad this sem- this semester, this uh, semester. this season, <laughs> um, but they did come up and win a couple of games, like the game against the Washington State. They out, they scored like 40 points in the second half or something, maybe more than that, to win the game. And all of a sudden, that Chip Kelly offense is starting to show a little bit. Um, but I, Utah's a solid, solid team. Mm-hmm. And at home, I got to go with Utah. Uh, all right, we'll uh, pick these next two really quick and talk Bama here. Uh, right. Arizona at Oregon. Who Oregon all the way. Nike. Go Oregon. <laughs> Same here. Oregon all the way. Ducks, Ducks all the way. Uh, okay, USC at, Cal- at California. It's kind of a tough pick. It is a tough pick. I'm actually going Cal this time. I, last time I said USC's house was going to continue to burn down, and I was wrong. Mm. Uh, it's time. It's, they're not going to win this game. It's got. It's got. You know, I don't like USC anyway, so I'm a little bit biased. Yeah, but. I, I'm with you on the Cal Bears, and and I like their their colors. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll go. Uh, <laughs> I can get behind that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I, I was going to go. I, I, I'm going to go USC. I just figured. I just. I don't know. You just got to be seconds, different. I just. Yeah, just to be different, I'll go USC. They're under. You know, that coach is under a lot of pressure. Probably not going to be there next year. Bama plays them to open the season next year. You know, yeah. so. Uh, but I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go USC. So. Let's talk about Bama. Let's do. Uh, you'll notice I am wearing purple today. You and my are. purple coat and my purple glasses. I have all the purple back out because it. I wear a lot of purple anyway, and it killed me to keep it 
put away for a while before the LSU game. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. today it's out in full force. Um, yes, excited about this game. What do y'all think? I'm happy it's a late morning game. I like those. I know most people don't. I'm, I'm actually kind of thrilled about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it helps us watch more football after Alabama. Exactly. I think Alabama will win this game. I actually do not expect – this is my fearless pick of the aspect of it. Alabama's going to win. I was going to say what's about to happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening here? I, I don't think we're going to see much of Tua, but I think we're going to see little brother today. Okay. Really? I think we're going to get a little, little flavor of Talia today right. uh, against the Bulldogs. So look, look for him to have a lot more playing time today. Speaking of that, this is an offshoot of this game, and I realize I'm looking backward a little. Uh, were you guys 100% behind Tua playing the whole game last week? Did that bother you at all? It didn't okay. bother me. Um, I think he looked... 85, 90%, and he's a gamer. He's going to play. I think at this point, though, we rest him for Auburn and make sure he's as close to 100% as possible. Again, we have to backdoor our way into this thing, but we need a healthy to uh, to have a chance to win it all. So I think today we see Mac Jones early, and sure. we see Talea getting a lot of experience. and Got to let Tua have a little while so he doesn't get rusty like last yeah. time. <laughs> maybe yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, yeah maybe just Mark, a little. what do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, looking back on it, I, I, I would have liked to have seen Mac Jones open and Tua come in. But the truth is, too, like you said, Stephen, Tua is a competitor. And to think he wouldn't play that LSU game, it, he was always going to play it, I mm-hmm. guess. And, and um, you know, so he went out there and uh, he did make mistakes in the beginning. Um and so you wonder if Mac Jones would have made those mistakes, but but Mac, you know Mac is great. We love him, uh, Mac. You know, but the way Tua played that second half, you know, with heart and talent, and yeah. So can't begrudge any decision made on that. He was going to play. He's the best quarterback we have, and I think and one and, and I think the best in the country. Right. And I think that uh, so I can't begrudge the decision. But I, I, it's interesting though about you know the, what we'll see today. Uh, you know, and how much Tua really will play. And, yeah, yeah, it's interesting if he doesn't play much, and he probably won't. I don't know. If you want to make a pearl, what's to say? If you want to make a pearl, you got to get some sand in your clam, you know? Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> that's true. Um, I feel like, well, and I asked, too, because I had students, I overheard some students in the hall who were vehemently upset that he played the whole game. That, you know, should have taken him out, should have packed Mac in. Tua wasn't 100%, blah, blah, blah. There's two ways of looking at that. You know, there's that way, and then there's the, the Tua led us to a comeback and played some really fine football in the second half, which is how I land on it. But I was just curious what y'all thought. Um, Yeah, Alabama's definitely going to win this game. I wonder, I can't imagine what Mississippi State's thinking. I have some friends who are fans. I haven't talked to them yet this week. But, you know, are they frightened that we want our vengeance, you know? (laughs) (laughs) We're back. I, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't want to be Mississippi State no. I wouldn't playing Mm-mm. Alabama after we lost last week. No. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a, and, and you saw that video earlier in the week of the, when the college football poll came out and the players were watching that. The Alabama players were watching I didn't that. They see were. That. I missed it. They were pretty angry about that well, fifth place ranking. I think Mississippi State may be on the receiving end of some of that anger here in yeah. a few hours. Yeah, I saw, uh, I guess, with a tweet with that video, it said that uh, Coach Saban may not care about the polls or watch the watch the rankings, but his players sure did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they're on video, and they're upset. I, and I agree. I, I think they're going to come out determined. And, you know, they don't control their own destiny anymore, but they do control the game in front of them. And, mm-hmm. yeah, they're mm-hmm. going to blow out Mississippi State to. today. Yeah. And, and yeah. the defense, I think, is going to really I, step up. 
they they they're going to challenge themselves. I think so. That that you said blowout. That word. You know. I think the the playoff committee. Blowouts only matter if you're playing really good teams, apparently. Right, you know what I right, mean? Like ours don't right. really stack up because we true. had an easy schedule. We all know it. Yeah. We were all socializing during the games in the stands. <laughs> we, right, we, right. we were able to kick back and sort of relax for a while. We weren't that uh, worried. More like watching baseball games. Yeah. Baseball games. It's like, yeah. it's like uh, the first time I ever went to an Ivy League football game. That's how this felt, you know, just sort mm. of social hour had no I remember that because I, I wondered why is nobody watching the game what's happening yeah. and they were all just enjoying themselves but this will be yeah. interesting it'll be a good good week I'm excited and yeah. I hope we well, what's, match what, what score you think uh, I don't I gotta think about this for me you know I always get caught off guard somebody else go well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, say 52 to uh, 10 I don't know. Uh, 42 7 is what I'm thinking. I'm going to go 52 6. All right, 52 6, two field goals for. Because they don't have our kickers, so it's probably two field goals. Yeah. Sorry. Mark, I must admit, I, must admit I was thinking it. Oh, I know. I shouldn't have said it. Sorry, kickers. Really, I'm, I'm supporting That was Mark Mayfield. Mark.Mayfield at UA.edu. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Somebody came in the studio and took over my seat. I don't know who did, who did that. They, they used my voice, too, on that. I'm not really sure how that happened. Deep fake, deep fake. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, look, it's been uh, great to have Dr. Hood with us. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it's uh, going to be a big day for football. Thanks also to Terry Siggers, the GM, who mixes this show for us. Appreciate it, Terry. And uh, Meredith will be back here next week. And uh, hopefully Andrew will be back from Vegas we as well. We will. I'm excited. See you next week. Yep. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Bye.